to issue number 188 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking the latest and greatest in nerd and geek culture. We got so many, so many topics to really throw a stick at that I'm not even going to do a clever intro tonight. So let's see who's joining us. We have TV's Casey. Hey! Doc Chris. Yes, I am here. The Bad Coyote himself, Sergio. Welcome, everyone, to the best damn podcast in the world. Hello, everyone out there listening in your car, listening on your way to the gym, to work, wherever you are in this role. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, anywhere you can listen to and download a podcast. Thanks for checking us out and uh, telling your friends and family about us. It's great. We've been uh, seeing some stuff behind the scenes. It's been looking good. Thanks to everyone who's been dropping by live on twitch.tv slash badcutyfunky and dropping those Twitch products. Keeps the light on and uh, helps us out. Also, everyone who's been uh, coming by Booster Greg streams, twitch.tv slash Booster Greg, following him on Twitter, seeing updates when he goes live, and us here as well on Bad Cutie Funky. Thank you, everyone who's been tuning in live. I've been uh, good in chat, you know, keeping everything lively, helping contribute to this show. We thank everyone who's uh, who's been listening worldwide. It's uh, It's great. Great. We love what we do, and we do it for you guys. Absolutely. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, we're going to start with Casey, who's got new news so new, so exclusive. News so new, we don't even know about it. We don't even know. <laughs> we don't even know what it is. We, we honestly don't even know. Apparently, you guys missed the whole fucking window on this one, which is crazy, because it was <laughs> making some real waves on the Twitterverse. Mm. Are you familiar with making Star Wars? The website? Like how to make a Star Wars movie? No, 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 no. no. It's a website called Making Star Wars. It's kind of like a big aggregate of all these different podcast news things. Kind of like a big fan hub. But they're sort of notorious for having a bunch of inside men on the production Inside men. Yeah, a bunch of inside men. So they recently leaked a Star Wars 9 allegation about Ray's parentage. So earmuffs are back away. If you're not interested in hearing it, because these oh. guys apparently have a pretty decent track record with that sort of thing. Oh, really? So, so there's stuff they've leaked in the past that actually has come true in the movies. Yeah, and they were oh. they're the they're the people who leaked that thing also about um, Matt Smith and uh, Palpatine being like a Voldemort type situation for nine. Ooh. Whoa! Wait, what? Matt Smith, like the Doctor? Did you miss that one too? Yeah, yeah they, Matt, Matt Smith, Smith? is in. Yeah, Matt Smith, he plays like a... This isn't even the right rumor. This is an old one. Oh, okay. Matt Smith plays like a dark side acolyte who's got Palpatine's spirit in his body. So oh. it's like a like what? a Voldemort situation. You know, do, 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 we know, do we know that thing. Matt Smith's in this one? Uh, Well, we do and we don't because there's like set rumors and stuff, but they keep denying that he's in it, and I'm pretty sure they're big liars. But <laughs> <laughs> let me jump to tonight's... You know, the the recent news, which is Ray's parentage. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ray is the daughter of Han Solo and another woman. That is uh, not surprising in the least. Wow, yeah. Yes, I'm, it is. I'm, I'm, if, if that's true, I'm not surprised. Also, that's kind of stupid. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. you say it's not surprised, but but how, do you not see this as like a huge character assassination of Han Solo? No. No, I really? Don't. Because no, I don't. he's a scoundrel. Yeah, yeah, that, but that, that totally fits him. That. But Leia makes an honest man out of him. Yeah, Jedi. but like, but like, but how for how long? They've been split up for for yeah. a really long well, time. five years before Force Awakens. I mean, I mean, right. even in the OG Star Wars, who's never oh. one to like stick around. He he always wanted to go on his own adventures. And when they ever, whenever they tried to like, get him to stay, he's like, no, this is not. This is kind of your guys' thing. Yeah. Your guys' <laughs> rebellion. Your guys' war. You know, he never chose sides with the Empire or the Rebels like yeah. he never did. Yeah. So, then, so for him to be like, all right, Leia, I like you. Let's hook up. And then, oh, there's a kid. So and for, then he's like, I'm well, out. I can't stay here any longer. And he goes off into some other part of the galaxy and he has a kid. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, yeah. if, if you guys think so. It doesn't might, make him not an asshole about well, that. I might but. be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I might be too attached to the Legends version of Han Solo, who's with Leia for pretty much his entire life. He has kids and grandkids Jason, and Jaina, and Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I know. You got it. I know. All right. Um, so I might have a, a needlessly sentimental attachment to that no. because Jaina Solo is my favorite Star Wars character of all time. <laughs> oh. But a lot of people are upset. And it pretty much, 
don't want to say spits in the face of fans, but it makes a lot of those people who love The Last Jedi and the huge hypocrites, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of love that Rey's not the daughter of anybody important. It's such a great subversion. And then JJ's back, bitches. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go ahead. Han Solo's kid. I'm going to go ahead and say two things, one of which is that the force, the force sense of being able to use the force being a Jedi is passed down, can like be passed down through blood. Then it makes zero sense that Han Solo is the it like it that's weird. It, it doesn't make any sense there. Uh, and two, I'm still going to go go ahead and say that I think that I'm still I can still go either way with Ray's parentage because that scene she was being very clearly manipulated, which meant that could be a lie that was told to get her to do yeah. what they wanted to do. Because yep. uh, I think it was Kylo at the time. Or was it Kylo or Snoke that said it? It was Kylo. It was Kylo. yeah, I thought it was Kylo saying that your parents sure that you came from nothing, and it was just him saying shit to mess yeah. with her more than it was like God honest truth because there's no evidence to that fact, right? So yeah. it really, I really think that that is completely up in the air. You really cannot take that as gospel, not because you don't like the Last Jedi, but because I think in the moment that line is meant to screw with her. Yeah, I, I, I subscribe to that theory, too, that he was saying it to get her on his side because he was all like, we're so powerful. Screw the past. Like, why the hell are we uh, still adhering to these antiquated ideas of, of the Sith and, and the Jedi, of the rebel and the and the Empire? Like, like let, let's, let's, let's do our own thing. You know what I mean? And she's like, well, I'm not sure. He was like, damn it, she's still holding on. All right, <laughs> the, the thing you were looking for is nothing. <laughs> All right. There's, 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 okay. Now there's nothing holding you back. Well, yep. well, will you join me now? Will you join me now? <laughs> Basically, it doesn't matter what your parents are. Make your <laughs> <Exactly>. own destiny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it is, this is an interesting. Um, I, I I don't know if I want to believe it because it, it seems kind of obvious. You know, well, it, it would make it does make sense why Han was so like nice to her and was like he like just realized it and why Leia has no idea who the fuck she is because that was the big thing is everyone's like oh like she's obviously like Kylo Ren's sister and then the big argument was like well why doesn't Leia know about her then and it's because yeah. no one took into consideration the fact that Han sleeps around <laughs> that old scoundrel who do, you, who do you think the mom is Mara Jade oh no <laughs> don't you dare I'm saying it oh well, well, well what if the mom is uh, Emilia Clark's character from Solo oh. get out of my mind it's a dangerous hey. place to be in yeah but again, I mean, yes, but there's still no force connection there. That's where I'm calling shenanigans. But well, yeah. it doesn't matter. You don't. Your parents don't have to have had the force for you to have it either. No, but True. there's a better chance that you will. Is there though? I mean, just look at Vader. His his mom Schmied, like yep. didn't, didn't have anything, and his you know. father was Palpatine. Allegedly. allegedly, no, not we allegedly. Know that for sure. allegedly. We don't know that for sure. That it's was in never the canonized. comics. It's for sure. Allegedly, it's for sure. It was never canonized. So Old Sheevy boy, Sheevy Palps, Sheevy Palpatine. He's the daddy. Shmi and she. It, it would make sense because like like his mom's name is Shmi and like Sheev. Shmi and Sheev. She she Sheev. Sheev a Shmeer. Shmeer and a bagel. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so so you're saying uh, this source that's making this rumor go around the internet and lighting everything ablaze has proven stuff in the past to come true. Somewhat, yeah, reputable. Somewhat or listen, I don't know personally because okay. a lot of their shit is behind a Patreon paywall. <laughs> and oh, I'm not. A, get, get out of here! And I'm not about What's that life for a Star Wars thing for yeah. like. I will probably not pay for a lot of Star Wars things where I'm at right now with that <laughs> fandom. Mm. I but, mean, I mean, it'd be different if, if it was like uh, the, these leakers who kept leaking like uh, um, Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. Like there was some account or whatever somewhere who was like they 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 show things come to fruition. Like they showed images, leaked images of Fat Thor. They showed images of uh, uh, Iron Rescue, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character Pepper in her costume, and certain movies in the past. And this account, like it's it's run true. So if it was like an account like that, and then they see something like this, it's like ooh, it's gonna to come to pass, according so. to star wars fans on reddit they are they are the guys listen I, me personally <laughs> i would be disappointed i spoke to my beloved ellen about it and she's like han cheats on leia i fucking riot wow <laughs> really jj abrams canceled I mean, for fucking I mean, ever but but okay okay so we use the word cheat but were they technically i mean they're not married we were on a break shit Oh my god! I mean, it's 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 just like I tell a buddy of mine. I mean, like you're not married, so. <laughs> so hey, Serge, tell us about the greatest <laughs> sequel naming in video game history. 
Call of Duty <gasps> Modern Warfare. Wow. This game definitely da, da, da. does not release every year. Da, da, da. <laughs> this game definitely doesn't already exist. <laughs> <laughs> so so what we're getting from the creators uh, at Infinity War, who had an event uh, last, well, I think a week or two ago, uh, long story short, uh, this Modern Warfare is going to be a reimagining of the classic franchise. So they're not calling it Modern Warfare 4. They're not uh, adding anything onto it. It's just Call of Duty Modern but Warfare. Wait, they're rebooting something in this day and age? That's so original. Reimagining is a word they're using. That <laughs> is the worst buzzword right? I've ever right? heard. Right? Like, like we're saying reboot. They're like, no, no. Reimagining. Reimagining because that's different. So. <laughs> so we got good old Captain Price is back. Uh, apparently, it's going to have some crazy situations that are akin to modern day times. Are we talking Russian scandal? We don't know. But uh, some more information is coming soon. And uh, in, in the community on social media has been lit ablaze. Because a lot of people, including myself, have fond memories of playing Modern Warfare sure. and Modern Warfare 2. I mean, before all the crazy bugs and stuff, we had we had a really good time just playing let's get getting on xbox with our friends uh loading up and hopping in the lobbies and playing as these these you know current day soldiers in all these like uh you know like parallel situations and they they were a lot of fun you know um and and i think you know they, they had good balanced maps they had good uh kill streaks they had good weapons and it was just stupid fun you yeah. know you just get on log in turn your brain off have stupid stupid fun i'm i'm a battlefield guy myself and the meme is kind of is like dude you gotta have that realistic bullet drop dude i mean it makes all the difference bro bro like i have (laughs) dude like like but my buddies that are in the military like they prefer the sounds in uh in in battlefield because like if you shoot like an n 1911 it sounds like an m 1911 or an m9 or whatever but like call of duty is just like stupid fun like unrealistic stupid fun so they like that too but uh yeah i mean i'm i'm not i wouldn't say excited for this but i'm intrigued i mean i didn't think they would actually do this because i played the last black ops game it was it was all right i did like the the blackout the uh the the battle royale uh that they had i thought it was interesting there was no building like in fortnite because that's my crutch yeah (laughs) that's why i can't i can't replay fortnite because i can't i can't build that great um shooting i can do fine but uh yeah this should be interesting with more information um that, that we get out so they're um the producer is liking it to how Casino Royale in 2006 reimagined uh, the new age of 007. You know, we got Daniel Craig. We got a bit more grittier fighting. We got a, a new version, you know, because before he was kind of a bit more prim and proper. But here he's getting like down in the mud. And like, oh, I like Daniel Craig as uh, 007. So they're kidding it to that. They're like, hey, this is kind of what we're doing. It's kind of a reimagining. It's going to be it's going to have all the stuff that you guys love from back in the day. But with today's modern twist and graphics and all that fun stuff. So it, it should be good. And there's there's millions of people who buy Call of Duty every single year, no matter what. That's true. But one thing they've always been asking four days and the, the call hardcore call of duty fans get us back to that modern warfare time enough of this in the future running on walls zombies me- metal dogs whatever whatnot they, they love us apparently zombies is, isn't going to be in this one um which which is well, uh, yeah zombies uh, is only isn't a modern warfare thing yeah usually exactly it, it's yeah. only like the the, the blops yeah there's the blops thing there's traditionally yeah. two developers that make call of duty so really it comes mm-hmm. out every two years per one developer so you'll yeah. have Infinity Ward, which is typically the Modern Warfare guys, and then Treyarch, which is t- typically the Black Ops guys. Are they yeah. like rotating it now? They, they've always been rotating. The last, yeah, the yeah. last one was Black Ops, and the one before that was modern they Warfare. revisited or World it was War like for modern. The first time. Con- no, it was, wasn't named Modern Warfare, but it was something else, wasn't it? I don't know. Who cares? It's stupid. I think it was. Yeah. I but, haven't uh, played these in a dog's age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is why people are excited because uh, I have friends who literally have not played since back in the day because they're like, you know, these new ones I, I can't get behind, you know? Yeah. Like, because after they-, they finished off with the current times, they're like, let's go far in the future and run up walls and stuff and grapple around corners. And I, I played those games and it's like, whoa, there's a lot happening here. And I'm like, am I getting older? No, it's them. <laughs> they are wrong. It's them. I'm getting old. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but uh, um, but uh, yeah. To, to wrap up this uh, this talk here, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm kind of looking forward to the campaign, um, because you have some familiar characters. Like the one familiar character that showed was Captain Price. Mm. Bring back and, soap. Uh, yeah, my boy. What kind, of kind of name is soap anyway? And also, they're really touting that this one's going to have a really cinematic uh, story. Hmm. And I've always liked uh, the, the Call of Duty for their stories because some of them are, are like big, stupid summer like blockbuster oh, yeah. adventures, yeah. and 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 just there's... about as long. 
Yeah, and and they're saying that that this one, uh, there's one cinematic scene or a couple of that kind of uh, echo Zero Dark Thirty, if you've ever seen that, which is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. All I gotta say is I'm not surprised, but I'm really bummed that a remake of this game is coming up before a remake of Final Fantasy VII. Even though the remake of Final (laughs) Fantasy VII was announced well before this game was even thought of. God damn it. Soon. Soon. Speaking of things coming soon. Uh, Remember back in 2014? When there was this really short game, it was called PT, and it scared the shit out of everybody. Before this podcast even existed. Before this podcast even existed. Awesome. And then turned out it was supposed to be this game, Silent Hills. And then Hideo Kojima got, can- uh, got fired from Konami, and everyone was upset. Uh, by the way, you can read down PT if you follow the directions you find online. I cannot speak to the validity of what will happen if you do, but it can tell you it may work. Uh, it's, your, anyways. Uh, it's your typical Flappy Bird auction off the whole device situation. Pretty good. I did it. I was able to download it, though. Very excited. Uh, anyways. Uh, that spurned a very, very bizarre trailer from Hideo Kojima's new studio, Kojima Productions, uh, back in 20, we'll get 2016. We had this crazy Norman Reedus-led trailer for something called Death Stranding. Since then, we've actually seen a few different trailers there. I think probably like, what, four or five others along yeah, the way. Like that, yeah. And it's, they've been kind of radio silent for a little while, uh, well, this week we actually got like a nine-minute introduction into this new game, Death Stranding. Guys, what were your impressions? I mean, the, the shows beforehand were a bit artsy, and you really didn't know what was going on. It was very cryptic, but everyone's excited for it because it's, it's a Hideo movie. Kojima and Hideo Kojima delivers content oh, that you so can good. sink your teeth into for hours on end. Wow. And uh, I just I just want to <laughs> I just want to go into a bit of the uh, description here because like I think it's it's pretty pretty interesting um, from from Collider's own Patricia Hernandez um, after the collapse of civilization Sam Bridges that's Norman Reedus's character has to save everyone from the brink of extinction. Uh, Death Stranding refers to supernatural events that occur after a series of mysterious explosions. Ooh, mm. plague the earth. These areas of impact are plagued with otherworldly creatures that threaten to kill all life. As Sam Bridges, you'll brave the wasteland to try and save everyone. Most of this, we could have guessed from the degree, from, from watching the trailer, but at the same time, it's, it's just like, hmm. So you have these weird Dementor-looking figures throughout the world. You have these pockets of the world that have these different creatures in them, and you have Norman Reedus' character who's apparently going out into the world and trying to gather resources and bring America back up to par because, uh, surprise, surprise, this is our world and he's in America, which I didn't expect to hear in this trailer. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Super bizarre, especially yeah. from Hideo Kojima, but, you know, yeah. yellow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, hold on. I mean, he loves America. The whole he does. Metal no, Gear no, yeah, no, it was, it was just odd to hear because this looks so fantastical. You figure it would take place in some unnamed land or unnamed yeah. place or some other dimension, but then here's Norman Reedus' character, uh, Sam Bridges, uh, talking to what you feel is the president of the United States uh, of this world. Dying of it cancer looks like or something? Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're in the Oval Office and she's yeah. hooked up to machines. Like, what? What did you guys think? Um, so, like, when I was watching this trailer, I kept on thinking about this interview I read where um, someone asked Hideo Kojima. I can't remember what the outlet was off the top of my head. But they asked him, like, what is this game? Like, is it a stealth game? Is it an action game? Like, what is it? And his response, and I'm going to paraphrase on this, was it does, this genre doesn't exist yet. It's kind of like when Metal Gear first came out and, like, stealth, like, wasn't a genre yet. It was, you yeah, know, okay. platformers. <laughs> so that's, that's what he says, right? So I'm thinking yeah, okay. of this, and all I can think of is this is just, like, a super hyper intensive version of Paperboy. Some sort of delivery sim. <laughs> that's kind of like, what it looks like. Yeah. All the gameplay like, that's is what we he's, he's trying to reinvent the delivery sim <laughs> just, genre. Just throw, just throw in babies. <laughs> What's that Kevin Costner movie, The Postman, oh, where he's trying to reboot yeah. the government by delivering mail? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's basically that what this is. That is not great, like. but it is a fun take on the post apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, apparently the, these babies in, in the trailer and what we see are like bridges to other worlds or dimensions. It looks like he travels through time. And he also gets, he also gets swallowed up it. by symbiotes at the end of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what the... Mads Nicholson is in here doing I, I don't know if they're, they're traveling through time, though. Like, I'm kind of... What I'm envisioning is that there's two different, like, I don't know, planes of existence, two different dimensions, yeah. and they're just yeah. operating on different timelines. 
So I'm wondering if one's like on an alternate Earth, but in the past, and this one's on this Earth, but in the future. So when you jump back and forth, it gives the illusion of time travel, but not necessarily so. Mm. Yeah, because there's a part in the trailer where there's like an old school tank from like World War One. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, what's that about? And then there's, there's like there's like soldiers, but also you're shooting one of the soldiers, and like the way that they die, it's like it's like some kind of like ethereal being that's yeah, being they're, killed. They're like, like really yeah. interesting mean ghost soldiers. Yeah, yeah it's kind like, of crazy thing that are led by Troy Baker's character apparently. Dimensional shifting, all this stuff. I had my money on this game not coming out until the PS5 was released, so I am oh. actually pretty stoked. Um, that yeah. we're getting this sooner than that. Like my, I wasn't even thinking that we we're gonna see anything this year. Yeah, about that. So, um, yeah, I'm. Uh, are we, are I'm we getting it in one. November? I, I yeah. bet you. Yeah, that they do a re-release of this when the PS5 comes out. Uh, I could see them doing at least, or at least a like a visual overhaul. Well, the, of also it the, as the well. load times too are supposed to be a lot better on the PS5. Right? Like that's all we really know right now about yeah. it. So I'm I wondering mean, if solid state drives, man. Yeah, what are you gonna fair. do? That's fair. Like <laughs> it's gonna be faster anyways. Yeah. Um, still, still impressive. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about the, some of the content they were showing? Like uh, how he travels the terrain. Like he takes it a ladder at one point, and it just goes up to you know, like this cliffside. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, No Man's Sky, to be honest. Yeah. About how you're traversing, like how you're traversing and pulling out your gadgets and things like that. Mm. Um, yeah, weird delivery awesome. crafting. The yeah. game. <laughs> it's interesting that we don't know anything about it, but it's so sought after. Like people <laughs> want this game to sink their teeth into. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. you know, absolutely. Yeah, because it's so weird and far out that it's just like I, I want to experience this. It feels like an experience. Yes. Yeah. And also, th- there is a, a multiplayer co-op aspect. But it's like Journey. I think it's like Journey. I Yes. Yes. I think so, too. You get, you get nice. like, internet randos. Like, maybe, yeah. like, parallel Earth versions of yourself or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, he also says strands. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you you create new bonds with strands with other players around the globe. Oh god! So I do think it's kind of is like a journey thing. Like maybe yeah. uh, like how are you seeing the trailer? Norman Norman Reedus's character Sam Bridges has a uh, you know this suit, his backpack, and he's going around in his motorcycle because of course he's saying, of course Norman Reedus got on a motorcycle. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's and he's putting. He's I putting feel like it's together. a contractual obligation at this point. I think so, right? Yeah. Like, everything he does, like, even in his own show where he goes across America, he's got his motorcycle and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it's going to be delivery, crafting, social media, the game. Oh, yes! <laughs> it's, what it it's, like. it's a triple a, a triple A indie game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running on the Horizon Zero Dawn engine. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Hey, Greg. Hey, yeah. Um, I see you have your phone out. Yeah. Can you can you tell us who you're going to call? Uh, someone else. That's a Casper reference. So I'm going to be calling the Ghostbusters. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, Fun, amazing news coming up. If you all remember way back in the last generation of consoles, meaning Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, uh, we were treated to a Ghostbusters video game, which was at that point considered the uh, official, unofficial third Ghostbusters movie. Because it was based on Ghostbusters 3, Hellbent. Not only that, but the game itself was also written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. And they got the original cast to come back and voice their respective characters. And Alyssa Milano. Uh, Alyssa Milano is not a returning character. I know what I'm saying. But they got her. They got her as well. Still impressive. Yeah, that was super impressive. The only reason why she was on there is because Sigourney Weaver. This is actually a funny story. I I love this story. Bill Murray was the last person to sign on. Bill Murray was saying, no, 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 no. And then everyone else signed on. And he went, all right, fine. And then he totally phoned it in and whatever it is, what it is. Um, <laughs> Sigourney Weaver said, well, if Bill's not in, I'm not in. So they said, wow, okay, we can just have this movie without you. And they wrote in a new character voiced by Alyssa Milano. After they did that, Bill Murray was like, okay, I'm in. And they were like, sorry, Sigourney Weaver, too late. We already have a new character wow. and an actress lined up for it. Anyways. They're doing a remaster of this game uh, in 4K graphics because they pretty much just found the assets on an external hard drive. So why not? So why <laughs> not make a little extra cash on it? Uh, if you love Ghostbusters as much as I do, this game is wonderful. It has oh. so many Easter eggs in it. The hub world itself is the fire station 
where you get to just roam around. You get to and see, touch stuff. Touch stuff. You get yep. to see the toaster. You get to see um, the, the pa- big Vigo painting. The big Vigo painting, who actually his facial expressions do change from time to time. And he's got like a hundred ver- like unique dialogue lines. It's so cool. It's it's so it's so much care. So much love was put into this game. Yeah, they have it's a whole obvious. like scanning system, like Luigi's Mansion. Yep. It's it's per it's the perfect Ghostbusters game. Yeah, it's yeah. like. I love this game so much. I kind of got it being like, all right, I'm going to play it. It's probably not going to be that great. It's <laughs> phenomenal. It's You feel like a freaking Ghostbuster. So remember when you watched Ghostbusters as a kid and then you like put on a backpack and then attached a Super Soaker to the backpack and said, I'm a Ghostbuster? Yeah. That yeah. feeling you got, this game replicates that very, very, very well. Uh, that's phenomenal. The, that's like the best review I can ever give a video game based off of a movie property is it makes you feel I, like I, I remember game. remember you playing it back in the day yeah. and you were saying this is like the, the next movie yeah. like this is like Ghostbusters 3 yeah. 100% like, that's what Absolutely. this is yeah it was, it was yeah. so good um the they had multiplayer as well which wasn't quite as refined uh but still a lot of fun Ooh. um this game is three hours maybe four max depending on how much time you want to take around it's it. It's not super, super long. No, but it's I mean, it makes quick. sense because you had two guys who've only written movies writing the script for it, so they kind of <laughs> treat it. Uh, in this game, you actually play as the character, the rookie, quote-unquote, who is the yeah. newest hire to the Ghostbusters and doesn't have any lines of dialogue whatsoever, and you just pal around. They also kind of poke fun at it where it's like, what, you don't want to say anything? Ah, fine, yeah. whatever. It's so good. <laughs> uh, you go to classic locations like the first hotel where you see Slimer, um, you actually get to um, fight. What's that demon's name? I can escape me up right now. Zul? Not Cthulhu. Gozer. Dozer. You, you go to Dozer's Goes dimension the destroyer. and you fight him. You find out more about kind of that story. And it turns out Alyssa Milano's character is loosely related in some way to but... the guy. I think it's to the guy who built the Sigourney Weaver's. He built the bu- the cursed building. Yeah, he built the used to summon him in the first movie. Everything's linked to everything. It's so good. It's it just it puts a nice little bow on it, and it was super satisfying. Uh, you can purchase this game currently on Steam as well if you don't want to wait for the HD remaster. I'm secretly hoping that maybe they just I don't know figure Give a way it for to free. shoehorn that in, but I <laughs> doubt it. Anyways, if you haven't played this game, please get it. If you want to wait, wait. It's super wonderful. If you love Ghostbusters, but I don't want to wait. But, for That's our right. lives to be over. Look, if I have to wait, I'm going to go ahead and run for the run for the hills. Run for your life. Run for my life. Be careful. Because Iron Maiden is currently suing a game company that is making this game called Ion Maiden, which we actually uh, we actually got the chance to play, or at least Dave did, yeah. uh, a couple packs ago. Mm. So this game, first of all, it it, it looks gorgeous. Yep. It's basically like what if. Wolfenstein was made like the Wolfenstein aesthetic was made with current gra- like current graphics being able to drive that engine. Yeah. Huh. Looks really fun, really classic, nostalgia feeling, but all of their stuff is based off of Iron Maiden imagery and uh, Not Iron that Maiden heavily, though. Did- I would- yeah, it's like, pretty- I, I don't know, from a design standpoint like so the whole lawsuit is like, well, people are buying this accidentally because they think it's like Iron Maiden stuff. And I'm looking at the yep. Iron Maiden logo and I'm looking at the Ion Maiden logo next to each other. Mm-hmm. And they are not even like it's not even the same font. It's not no, even the same but layout. you can't you can't you can't say that they didn't do they that absolutely they absolutely 100 percent named it because it's a fun pun on the band name. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's like all those movies that come out when whenever a big huge movie comes out. I remember when when the first Transformers was out, there was like all these like smaller movies yeah. out like like Transborgers yeah. or whatever, and they <laughs> have like, all the same font with Bruce yeah, Boxleitner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like all these different things come out, or like like Armageddon. There was all these like, other smaller ones like Asteroid something, whatever. Yeah, you know, they try to put <laughs> Deep it in the impact same font and everything. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, game looks does look really cool. Uh, I do recommend playing it. But uh, it's just kind of funny that it took this long for them to figure that out, considering it was, what, two years ago at uh, PAX yeah. that we, we actually saw this? Yeah. Or about a year and a half ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. quick indie sto- little indie story for you. It's so uh, ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Hey, Casey, what do you got for us? Ava DuVernay is making a New Gods movie based on DC's The New Gods, a.k.a. DC's Jack Kirby's The New Gods, mm-hmm. which is Mr. Miracle, Big Barda, Darkseid, Orion. Orion, all those guys. You know them, you love them, you probably saw them in Justice League. And Young Justice. And Oh yeah, and Young Justice. Yep. Anyway, Tom King has signed on to write the film. 
Now, that may not mean a lot to you, but Tom King recently wrote this extremely critically acclaimed run on Mr. Miracle, which was uh, kind of a story arc that's kind of like he's in a dream, but kind of not really. There's this big war on Apocalypse that's happening, and he's like, I'm just staying out of it. I'm staying on Earth. I'm raising this new kid with my wife. But he keeps getting dragged in, you know, between two worlds, and... You know, a lot of like the big question is, has Mr. Miracle done a trick that even he couldn't survive? And I won't spoil the end of the story for you because it, a lot of it hinges on these twists and stuff. But it's one of the most thought provoking comic books in this sort of section of the DC universe that is normally just by itself anyway. Yeah. And it's you don't often see a comic book writer working on a comic book movie. You get some guys like Mark Guggenheim doing it. And I think Kelly Sue DeConnick had her hands in the Captain Marvel pie a little bit. Yeah. But for a guy who is just hot off a run in the new God section, writing the movie, I think it really bodes well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of my, well, everyone knows my favorite adaptation. Kristen's my favorite adaptation was adapted by the original writer. That would be under the red hood, which is a movie and under the hood, which is the book. Judd Winnick. Judd hey. Winnick. He did both. And I think that's Good the dude. best way to do it because he's already, they've already done the first pass. So right. they know what needs to stay to keep the essence of the story and what can kind of go or be altered slightly for mass audiences. So I think it's a great mm. idea. Why don't, I, why don't they just do that? Except Grant Morrison. Do not let Grant Morrison oh. rewrite anything. Your head no, will you. explode. Guaranteed. It's just, his stuff is it's high concept even for comic books. I yeah. don't know how well any of that would translate to. He would literally, this is screen. what he would do. He would write it so it's a movie with a live action play built into it where the characters show up next to you in the audience. You know That's what's exactly one thing what that do. that has worked perfectly for a Grant Morrison adaptation? What? Doom Patrol. Because they have the Flex Mentalo episode. Yeah, but that's like such a tame Grant Morrison yeah. thing. Like, like Grant Morrison's run an Animal Man has him literally fighting in between the panels. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. He has that. It's, he meets Grant Morrison for half of an issue. Yep. Hey, yeah. everybody, yeah. did you guys know that there's a birthday? Oh, no. Is there? Come on. Someone's birthday? What? Someone special. Someone special. Special little birthday. Oh, come Casey, on. I got you something for your birthday, man. No. I got you the chance to do another news story immediately after oh, the first news story that you gave you me. You devil. This is, this is for you, man. This is for you. Let it rip. Okay. Let it rip. Another comic book movie. Mm-hmm. What? Do you guys remember New Mutants, that trailer that came out like two years ago? I don't ago? even remember the old New Mutants. <laughs> oh, yeah. The old Mutants. Yeah, this one is about those, you know, teenagers. They're like trapped in an asylum. It's got that guy from Stranger Things and that girl from Split. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that that's that's who you remember it being in this movie? Wow. Not like, you know, someone from a... No, what about, what about Maisie Williams? Oh, yeah. She's in it, too. There's a lot of star power in this movie of people that you know from things. Mm-hmm. But like, are you star? Like that girl from the game, all. like the Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, I, I, and I thought it was a series. No, see, you might think that because it's just taken forever to come out. <laughs> I assure you, it is a film. And I'm surprised, like, like they didn't just can this thing because uh, I, I, I heard that they're going to do reshoots. They're not going to do reshoots. Yeah, it's been pushed back even more. This is this is the the so the news is is that the reshoots have still not been done. Wow, which is crazy because every time these actors pop up, some jerk hole in the in the media is like, "Hey, when's the new mutants coming out?" <laughs> and they're just like, "We have no idea." When monkeys fly on my butt, Look, we should just make that a segment. Every week, we email <laughs> Fox and ask, yeah. when is this movie coming out? Oh, Dear gosh. Fox, BSD. <laughs> so they, they have the date set now at April 3rd, 2020, but I think it's that's ridiculous. Yeah. They're going to have to reshoot everything because, like, Maisie Williams is going to look older. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's not going to... Everyone's going to look older, mm-hmm. and it's going to be weird. How are you going to do reshoots yeah. with all that? It's, you just have to remake the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or you put them yeah. in a bunch of really bad wigs. It worked for Fant Forstick, right? I mean, I mean, at this point, does anyone care for this thing to come out? Nobody nobody cares. Nobody's excited about the X-Men anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They put out too many bad movies in a row. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not bad, but mostly mediocre, with the exception Subpar. of Logan. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a soft spot for Days of Future Past. Like, whatever. Fuck it. You know, but that's still like five years ago yeah, or four years ago that that movie came out. And, you know, they just does anybody give a shit about Dark Phoenix? I know we'll be talking nope. about it. Of course, we'll be talking some about of us it. will be paying to see it. 
You know it. None of us are excited, but... Uh, Not one of us. <laughs> but this New Mutants thing is like, it's a pitched as a horror movie. The whole trailer is like a horror movie. Which they're, is great, yeah. They're special kids yeah. that are trapped in an asylum, Weapon X experiment kind of thing. We know the demon bear is going to be in it, which is this crazy supernatural, like, ghost bear entity. Um, it's bear. it's wild. It's something that's totally off the, the beaten path of we've seen an X-Men movie nine times. But they keep fucking it up by not putting it out. <laughs> I, you know, I, I heard something through the rumor mill for a while that they were going to put it right to Hulu or something. Wow, where it goes to die. Like, just make it, don't even do a theatrical release. Just when it comes out, just put but it like, on the streaming service we own now. I think it would be a really good idea to hold on to this until Disney. Like, this would have been a great Disney Plus bonus to have. And it's been in development for four years. Yeah, so. yeah. I like what uh, what Ruchi said in chat. Like, do a five years later time skip. Five years later, later. you could. And ah, I'm Maisie Williams. I'm older now. This explains everything. <laughs> oh, Speaking of time travel, yeah. Sorry, do you want to take us back to the '90s? Oh man, so uh, we're gonna try some of column A, some of column B oh, here. Oh. So back in the day, we had this beautiful movie, and it's one of my favorite Disney movies, Aladdin. So my, my, my top three are Aladdin, Lion King, and Mulan. I was I was going into this movie, Aladdin, okay, the 2019 version, thinking, okay, how are they going to mess this up? <laughs> we, already got, we're, we're, we already got Will Smith as, as, as a rapping genie. Uh, I didn't care for Will Smith's uh, casting choice. Yeah. And I was looking at, um, I, was, I was watching an interview with the guy who played uh, uh, Aladdin, and I think he did a really good job. And he was saying how uh, they cast Will Smith before anybody else. That's odd. So, like, yeah, which, which goes to show you Hollywood's greed, where they're just like, all right, we need to make this a, like live action Aladdin. We need to draw people into this thing. Who can we get? We need a big star. Hollywood's last bankable star, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Will Will Smith. If you haven't already, there is a phenomenal video from Lindsay uh, Lindsay Ellis. I was just going to talk YouTube. about this. That's called uh, Disney versus Robin Williams. Uh, or, sorry, how Aladdin changed animation, and it is all about how like. Aladdin was the first Disney movie that actually marketed behind the star power of one of their one of their people, which led to a giant lawsuit with Robin Williams. Phenomenal video, watch it. Yeah. Twenty, it's like about twenty five minutes long. Um, it's really interesting about how that really shaped uh, all the animation going forward. Mm. Uh, but that actually still falls in line with with casting Will Smith that early on because if you if you have such an iconic character you really can't if you don't have that nailed down and a big vision for that character you don't have a movie definitely yeah. oh I'll definitely have to check that out that sounds really interesting yeah. I love watching documentaries and like how things were and how we perceive things from back in the day it's really interesting but yeah, so so here's here's basically my, my review of of Aladdin. So long story short, if you're going into Aladdin you, uh, in 2019, you kind of have to set aside the animation, which we all know was amazing for back in the yeah. day. Um, so the guy who plays in Aladdin, uh, Mensa Mena Masood, who's actually Egyptian, hmm. uh, it was like it was like his his dream to to play some kind of like like big thing or whatever. I mean, every actor wants to play something big, and he never thought he would get Aladdin. He auditioned, he waited months, he didn't hear back from people. Some more months passed, and he's like, "All right, that dream's gone. I'm not I'm not getting it." And uh, some months more later, his agent was just like, hey, remember that thing you were excited about a long time ago? Well, you got it. And he was just like, holy crap, what a Aladdin. There was ah. a, wasn't there a little bit of a big fight over Disney almost casting a white actor as Aladdin? Yeah, which, yeah, there's a huge thing of contention, especially uh, a lot of people um, who are of, of our Middle Eastern descent. They still don't like the casting choices for Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, and she is of Indian and English descent. Her dad is English and her mother is Indian. Um, and uh, and uh, Manam Masood, who, who is Egyptian, um, and also Will Smith as a genie. Um, and the guy who plays Jafar, there's 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 so much like controversy with everybody. Like when when all when the casting choice was announced, people of these descents where where this story originates from, which is like you know Agrabah is is fictitious, but it, but it's kind of like uh, in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah. Um, but they don't really say where because it's, it's made up. Like, like I've I've seen um, like some of the outcry from 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 women, Middle Eastern women on Twitter who were like, "Oh, Naomi Scott uh, is Princess Jasmine, but how can you cast someone like that?" There are beautiful women who are in Hollywood who are of that descent, um, closer to what Agarbar would be, and maybe they would do a good job. I don't I don't know. But uh, anyway, long story short, uh, I think Naomi Scott actually did a pretty good job as Princess Jasmine. They do a whole they do a whole th oh god. How do I even get into this? They, they, they do they do a whole thing where 
Princess Jasmine in the animated cartoon wasn't like the other Disney princesses in that she didn't really listen to what everyone was telling her to do. It's like, Jasmine, go sit down somewhere. And she's like, no, I have this tiger. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that was her whole attitude. So, so in this version, they kind of amp it up a little bit more. Uh, where, you know, like, Jafar kind of tells her to, like, know her place and sit down. And she's like, I'm the prince of goddamn Agrabah. Who are you, Jafar? You know, and she actually has a new song in this movie. Um, I think it's it's called Speeches or whatever. It's basically what you would call the anthem for... I don't even want to use the SJW word. Uh, but it's, 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 it's basically that. And it comes at a time in the movie that's really weird and jarring. Really, really weird. It's the time of the movie. All these movies have that. Like, oh, new song. And it's like, you know the old movie so well that, like, they put something new and you're like, am I in an alternate world right now where this song was there? (laughs) It it really took me out of the movie. It's like woke princess anthem. It pretty much was. It's, 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 remember in the animated movie where where Jafar wishes for himself to to be a sorcerer, to be the sultan? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like, and he's like, oh, I'm a sultan now. And then he wishes himself to be a sorcerer, then a genie. So he wishes himself to be, to be a sorcerer. He's like, ah, I'm powerful now. I'm taking over <laughs> Agrabah. Guards, like, to take take the sultan and the princess away. And Jasmine's like, no. And then, and then, uh, <laughs> and then he's like, silence, princess. No, your place now. I'm the sultan. I'm Jafar. Look at me. And I'm the Jafar yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, and then Jasmine turns around and she, she does this song where she's like, I won't be silenced. I'm a woman and I'm That's powerful. Weird. And I'm like, That's a weird what? place. It's, it's a weird moment to do it. I'm like, wait, what? It's taking like, me why out not just it. put and that was, in like the beginning or, or something? Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, I mean, I understand like what, why I need to put stuff in here and like stuff like this in these movies because you have young girls growing up who need to learn that you know their role in society is not to not to shut up not to be like complacent not to be whatever you can set up a lot of people but like you know women's roles in society are more so to be seen and not heard so you know you show these kind of things to younger girls growing up they're like oh i can be loud i can be like what i want i can do what i want and that's a good message for them but at the same time when you give it so ham-fisted to people you force it to the audience it kind of seems weird you know yeah. what I mean? But in any case, uh, Will Smith did an okay job. Uh, I thought the rapping part was trash. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, you, you, so you can listen to the, the soundtrack. He does "Friend Like Me." He and he does Prince Ali, and because he's Will Smith, there Disney's trying to play off the strengths of Will Smith. What does Will Smith do? He raps. If they had someone who could actually sing, they would do singing. You know, so let's say for whatever reason Adele's cast of the genie, they would do ballads, right, they would right. do big musical number song. You know, whatever. Uh, my, my casting choice for the genie would, would have been the, the twenty award winning genie on the Aladdin Broadway play. Oh That's man, crazy. that guy is dude, amazing. that guy's amazing. Holy crap! If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, like YouTube, friend like me, uh, Aladdin, and you'll see like uh, there's there's a segment they do for the Tony Awards and a segment they do for Good Morning America where where this guy, this this black dude. Uh, he looks like a really good genie. He has a great singing voice, and he has to do some acting because he's a Broadway, uh, Broadway sure. performer. I would have loved for him to be cast as a genie. And uh, and I've seen Aladdin um, Broadway play in person in New York, and it's absolutely it's amazing. It's great. And I saw it with that guy as a genie because they have multiple different genies. So having seen that play, having seen what that guy can do as genie, and then seeing Will Smith, Will Smith has some really good moments in this movie where he has to be stoic, he has to be kind of quiet, where he kind of has to rein Aladdin in, like, oh, you're not going to wish me to be free. Oh, so you're just like everybody else. He does good with those kind of moments. But then when when you have like songs like like Prince. Ali, Odyssey, but it has like a hip hop beat. I'm like, no, miss me with that bullshit. No, it's weird. It's really weird. It's really weird. And for everyone who's like, oh, this is great. It's like a modern day version. Yo, no. listen, you have hip hop in a movie that has nothing to do with hip hop that has like, it takes you out of the movie. You know, and like you can hear hip hop people's like, Prince Ali, Papa Missy, Papali, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what is this? Yeah, they shared that. Was it on Kimmel? Or was yeah, yeah. It was on Kimmel uh, uh, or Fallon. Fallon? I think it was. And Fallon. I'm watching yeah. it. I'm like, is this just Will Smith doing karaoke right now? Is this Will Smith on Twitch? Sings? Is that what's going on right now? What's with that Twitch scene? What is this? And, and friend like me is totally taken from Will Smith's song Switch. Put them side by side. They just reused Will Smith's song Switch and did friend like me. And I'm like, this Terrible. guy has no what? Really? <laughs> Why is no one talking about this? <laughs> multi-million dollar stupid amount of money movie and they're trying to play to will smith's strengths which is rapping because he can't really sing when he does sing you can hear the disney machine like all right let's turn up the singing volume <laughs> let's put in some tune and it's weird it's really weird because you hear these high-pitched tones that will smith doesn't ever hit yeah. <laughs> and you're like wow this is really taking 
me out of it. This is really weird. I mean, that seems on par with a lot of their other live action yeah. remakes they got going on right yeah. now. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, for for the most part, uh, the live action version of Agrabah is is really beautiful. There are a lot of parts where you can you know it's a green yeah. screen and it's really weird. And for the, for the most part of this movie, it seems like every single scene takes place on a set. Which is really weird. It, oh, it seems like that. the Broadway production, oh. but on a movie scale, if that makes any yeah. sense to you, as if it's as you're watching a stage play. Oh, okay. For most of this movie, it seems like you're watching a stage play, which is weird because when you watch movies, you're supposed to be transported to these places. Isn't you know Guy I mean? Ritchie directed this one too? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, is it, uh, who could forget the classic scene where Aladdin just gets shirtless and fights a guy? <laughs> it's a guy Ritchie which, classic. Which, yeah, which 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 brings you to the, the like I think I think one of the big problems of the movie, which which is uh, this guy uh, Marwan Kinzari who plays Jafar. He's not a good Jafar. Uh-huh. Everyone, everyone who, everyone, everyone, like, I'm sorry, every every trash YouTuber who's saying that he was great as Jafar or he was menacing, you guys are soft as fuck. This guy was not menacing. He was not conniving. He was not was whatever. He, was like, he snake-like, would you say? No. 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 Did, he, was, did he show he you how snake like he's not snake like? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, they did a good thing where 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 he was taught before he uh, he took Aladdin to the to the Cave of Wonders, and the Cave of Wonders mouth didn't move. It was really weird. It seemed like some weird paper mache high school project ass Cave of Wonders. Oh come on! <laughs> it's really it's really it's really weird. And, and it also but but they did get the guy who got who did the voice for the original to do that. Oh huh. But they didn't play any. It was really weird. weird. Anyway, but this cool thing with Jafar where he was like, oh, I was a thief like you, and uh, and he steals like something from Aladdin. And Aladdin's like, well, it's crazy. The guy who played Aladdin is really good, but uh, yeah, he's he's too young to be Jafar. He's not menacing. He's not he's not conniving. He has this weird moment where he wants to invade other made up Middle Eastern countries. I'm like, what is That's this? Weird. Okay. This is weird. <laughs> I was like, he was like, we need to invade. Blah 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 blah. Insert name here. And the Sultan's like, no Jafar. Blah, that blah. doesn't track in today's climate. No, Jafar. That's <laughs> that's where Baloo lives. <laughs> 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 now we Live have a Disney, Disney Extended Universe, Universe. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> to, to wrap it all up uh, Nanaimi Scott did, did a good job as as Jasmine uh, Will Smith did an okay to trash job as Genie mm. he was really good at the mel- melodramatic parts he was one of the singers ever uh, the, Jasmine also has his handmaiden which is weird uh, her name is Dahlia and they do some comedic bits that don't really land, but if you're a muggle, you'll fucking love it. By muggle, I mean ordinary, normal person uh. who goes to work and is just like, hey, Bob, crazy weather we have now. Yeah, it's kind of nice, right? Yeah, it is nice. I took the kids out on the weekend, blah, blah. Shoot yourself in the face. Uh. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, if you're, if you're that kind of normal-ass person, you will you will love a handmaiden and her like stuff or whatever. Because you know the, the part of the, the animated movie where, where Jasmine is uh, in Agrabah, she's pretending to, to be a peasant, and Aladdin runs into her. Anyway, he, he goes to the... Pe- and she she, she, she tells Aladdin, oh, I'm actually the handmaiden of the princess. Aladdin goes to the palace to meet up with the princess. He sneaks into the room and she's like, oh, what the hell are you doing here? Like, oh, I came to return this to you because I think you'd be in trouble to you. Uh, I think you'd be in trouble if I didn't return your bracelet bracelet that I stole off of you with the princess. And the handmaiden comes out and she goes, who's this guy? And he goes, oh, is this a princess? And she's like, yes, this is the princess. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm the Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I am the princess, and now blah blah. I'm like, wow, this is not funny. Who wrote this? Some six year old fuck who doesn't. Look- oh man, I'm going to really eat on this thing. But but anyway, everyone who's like, this is a kids movie. Don't go too crazy. We are the stewards of children. We are the ones who say what is quality and what is not. Like, I have a niece, and I'm gonna be like, yo. She needs to watch all these animated Disney movies. I think they're classic. I think they're great. They're yeah, good yeah. stories. If she, later on in her life, when she's a teenager, wants to watch this live-action movie, I won't stop her. But I'm not going to put it in front so, of her in her, de- in her developmental stage because she doesn't need so to see it. So, correct me if I'm wrong. What you're saying is Spare don't see this cool in theaters. Thing. If you're going to get Disney+, Plus, watch it to something you're already subscribing to. Yes. I would say if you have children... Go ahead, take them to the theater and see it because you need something to do. You need to get them out of the house, and it is. I think I think if you have kids, like they will absolutely love it. Real quick news: popular game Mortal Kombat 11, which is getting very good reviews, oh, people man. are loving it. Uh, is actually the first game in over 10 years since 2007 to be a best-selling for the month. Uh, it's release month on across all three major systems. Hmm. So we're talking PS4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. The last game to do this was in October 2007, Guitar Hero 3. What? The last time a game came out on all three major systems and was bestseller that month on all three. Huh. Damn. Yeah. 
kind of crazy. Holy crap. Just kind of fun. a huge feat. Congrats, Ed. Way to go, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. It's like they've been doing yeah. it for like 30 years or something. 20 years or you'd something. Think, you'd think. They've really got the science of this bloody fighting game down. <laughs> Way to go, gratuitous violent fighting. Mm. Speaking of gratuitous violent fighting, I was fortunate enough to be able to review a an indie game that's called... Oh man, this thing is wonderful. <laughs> Super Blood Hockey. Now, I want to take you back to a time. The year is 1988. The system. Hold on. The year is 1988. The system is the Nintendo Entertainment System. Entertainment System. This is a game that I played, and it was pretty confused after this came out, called Ice Hockey, which um, was your classic NES kind of look, and you got to do, I think it was a 3v3 or 4v4, something like that. 4v4. Uh, And... It was wonderful to get different classes of characters that you could play. You had your heavy, mid, and light, and they had different pros and cons. What Super Blood Hockey aims to do is kind of revisit a lot of those mechanics uh, and just add a shit ton of blood pixels on it. Uh, It plays exactly how I remember ice hockey playing, which is really cool. Um, Almost to a fault, I'll say. They, they mimic the frictionless surface, a little, surface of the ice a little too well, where sometimes you can't really feel like you're having control or you want to go one direction and you turn, but the uh, inertia is taking you one way, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lot of fun being able to just punch a dude in the face and seeing like way more blood. Like It's like Kill Bill levels of blood that come out of these nice. people. Wow. Um, it doesn't stay on the ice for too long, which I'm kind of a little disappointed about because I think it would just be funny if it just overtook the ice and all of a sudden you're, and you skate through it. You, yeah, I mean it it dissipates <laughs> after I will say a second, it, so it's not on there for too long. Um, but it's fun; it's a good time. It's pretty simple mechanics. They have a whole bunch of different uh, game modes. They have tournament, <laughs> exhibition. Um, they have a career. They have really cool stuff. You can customize the characters just like you could in the original. It was good. It was a pretty good time. Uh, it's on Switch. It's on PC. I think it just came out on PS4, if I'm not mistaken, and I believe Xbox One. So it's pretty much anywhere you can play games, you can play it. I played it on Switch, so I can do it, play it wherever I want. Um, pretty cool. If, if you liked the original NES hockey game, I recommend it. Uh, if this that's not really your thing, then you're probably not going to enjoy this game. But I just wanted to kind of mention it because they were nice enough to send me a review code for the Switch. So, yeah. And with that, I think that's officially all of the time that we have for tonight. Oh. That's it. This has been issue number 188 of the Bad Code of Funky Podcast. Remember, if you want to be immortalized on the internet and in the in the dataways and the pneumatic tubes, I would imagine, that Al Gore thinks the internet is, <laughs> come on over. Oh, he knows. Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv forward slash bad coyote funky and remember if you came in a little bit late you could always listen to this episode after the fact you can find us on where everywhere you can get a podcast apple podcast uh spotify google play iHeartRadio. radio uh you can watch the video after the fact over twitch.tv forward slash bad coyote funky we're everywhere literally literally everywhere on the internet type in bad coyote funky podcast you're gonna find us it's gonna be great remember we'll see you next time or we will see you another time